That's awesome. Mm-hmm. I had chicken breast. Chicken right. breast with, it's like a creamy sauce with spinach, mushrooms, and a nice salad on the side. With water. <laughs> I definitely had water. I had Burger King. Yeah, I Burger Craven Burger King. Like, what, is it, what was it, Whopper Wednesday yesterday? Yeah, I didn't realize. I'm just like, having a Burger King so long, and I'm like, you know what? Let me get some Burger King. So I got a possible Whopper. Because I've always liked Burger King better than McDonald's. Right. I like it better than Wendy's. Impossible. impossible. The impossible meat thing? Is that yeah, what you're saying? Yeah, That's yeah, what you had? Yeah, yeah. Oh, very, how is it? It's good, man. Is it? It's good. <sighs> I've never okay. tried one I've liked. It doesn't, like, it doesn't taste better. Like, that you've it's, liked. Yeah. Yeah, I, I got to say that I'm, uh, yeah, I like I like it coming directly from the cow. Yeah. yeah. I just got to say. I mean, I, I, and I've tried all of them. Like tried, Beyond and... Yeah, well, well, wherever, because yeah. a lot of them also, uh, they're always trying to find endorsements, right? Yeah. From sure. someone like myself, and I'm like, mm. let me try it. <laughs> it's okay. It's not bad. It's not bad. Could be, could be better. Yeah, yeah, I think part of it's like, just make something that tastes good. Don't, don't always try to replicate something else. For example, when you do like cauliflower, just make cauliflower bites, something that's cauliflower. Right. So it doesn't have to be... Because when you associate the wings, you think <clears throat> chicken wings. Well, this doesn't taste anything like chicken wings, so you right. think it tastes bad. It's like, right. it doesn't taste bad. It just but doesn't taste anything wings. like chicken wings. If you stop calling it chicken wings, people will like it a lot more. And that's exactly what marketing should be. <laughs> no, for real. Don't say, um, say here, here's a burger. It's a healthier burger for you. Um, yeah. You know, we're, we're going to make the flavor might resemble, um, you know, whatever. It's, flavor is usually a type of sauce, too, yeah. right? Yeah. <clears throat> so not even really the meat itself. right so yeah. don't say beef like because if i'm gonna eat beef like i'll just eat beef yeah you know what i mean yeah <laughs> right yeah <clears throat> well nothing wrong with that yeah. and on that note welcome everybody to another episode of the gents talk pod we have a very very special guest with us a legend someone that i've grown up watching um and admiring from a distance so it's an incredible honor to, to be even sitting here with you we have with us a two-time Olympic champion, a three-time world champion, a two-time world record holder, first time, or sorry, the first man to hold all three of those titles at the same time in the world. Undisputed. Right? Undisputed. Undisputed. The champ. <laughs> <laughs> we have someone with us who's been inducted not once, it's hard enough to get inducted once, but to get inducted twice into the Canada Sports Hall of Fame. How do you get inducted twice? I guess I did some really good things, yeah. <laughs> individually and as a team. Oh, okay. uh, I see. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. okay, okay. And you're a member of the Order of Canada. Indeed, Donovan Bailey, the legend uh, himself. Welcome. Thank you. Uh, thanks for having me, man. This is. Um, I'm looking forward to this. Uh, you know, I looked up you guys a little bit, and you know, I, I tend to do a little bit of research when I come and do things. And uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to. Uh, our chat today so again on this dreary rainy day thanks for, rainy. thanks for having me when you looked into us uh i i like um ambitious people okay amen <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's it that's it okay yeah, we'll go with that, that. that's it i like okay. ambitious people i think that's a good I, I like, um, yes. I'm ambitious i'll take it that's, <laughs> yeah. Dope. that's a dub yeah yeah for sure so i like <clears throat> one of the things that i really just want to know from you directly when you hear all of those accomplishments what goes through your mind does it ever wear off 
I, I don't think about it. I, I, I think that I always, I am a student and I, and I, and I say this in, in, in my daily life, whether or not it's, it's, it's a corporate appearance or a meeting, um, or, you know, I'm hanging out with my kids, um, or my family. Uh, you know, when I hear, uh, accomplishments, I, 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 I guess I just think about, uh, it's a, I, I try to, I try to think about what it is I need to do every single day. And I have to make that day be productive. So along uh, the way, obviously, when you are or when you think that you're being productive, then we, I, I guess accolades are going to come along with it. And uh, so when I hear it, I just you know I, I you know I'm thankful, I'm certainly humbled, uh, but I know that um, you know for my own personal goals, I have a long way to go. What are those goals? Um, I don't know. I don't know. I, I mean, I, I, I just want to live a full life. Uh, you know, I, I always, I, you know, I had uh, the incredible um, blessings to, to meet uh, two of the greatest human beings in the world, which is um, Nelson Mandela is one and Muhammad Ali is the other. And, uh, you know, when I look at their lives, uh, then I'm like, that's a life well lived, man, because you go from, you know, whatever scars or PTSD or struggles or whatever it is that these two men have gone through in their life, they lived a complete life, really, you know, with all like with, with, with every, every part of their being. And, and, you know, there's no human being that's flawless in this world, but, um, they, they live a good life. And, 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 and fortunately, um, you know, those are, when I think of, um, you know, incredible people that, that have done incredible things. Uh, you know, I, I look at both those, both those men, you know, but you, you look at other accomplished uh, people also. I mean, you know, guys who, who athletes who, who turn, um, corporate animals, uh, you know, you, you, you think about, I, I think about many things. Uh, and so my goals are to, to capitalize on, uh, and maximize every single day so that I am, still challenging myself to be um to be successful in my mind which is you know i'm, I'm my worst judge so uh i i just i want to be successful in my mind do you do a lot of self-talk um do i self-talk yeah. uh you know what I, I i'm someone that um i am I'm, I'm i've always been a confident person and i've always been a confident person because uh of my parents and because i've always I've, I've always been supported uh, by them. And also I got a pretty, like a really good support system, really good friends that are always going to drive you to be a better you, your authentic self. Um, so I, you know, I don't, I set goals and then, and then, then I try to create a plan. So I don't know about self motivation or self taught, uh, self talk. Um, yeah, but I, 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 I tend to motivate myself very well. And, and, and I share information with people that are supporting me um, or would support me, even if it's a crazy idea. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, 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 I tend to, I don't talk myself out of things and I'll definitely be someone that will challenge myself to do something uh, that someone might think is impossible. I mean, I did it with, uh, within sport and in business and, you know, you know I, sky's still the limit. So those moments though where you know, you're trying to get motivated, whether it was for a race or for a business venture or anything like that. What do you specifically do? 
Uh, well, the, the number one thing, um, I have to ask myself if I put the work in. And, um, and because there's a lot of people that have incredible dreams that just haven't put the work in. So have I put the work in? Uh, you know, am I prepared? Um, what are all the, the bumps that might come along the way? Uh, are the people that are around me supportive of the goals that I have or not? Um, and then, you know, uh, I could be wide open. You know, I, I, I think as soon as, uh, you know, I can, I can tick the box of, uh, you know, three or four questions, uh, then, then I can, I can pursue it, have all the ingredients and then I go at it. Okay. Yeah. How do you, how did you make that transition from like a sprinter to be such a successful businessman? Cause usually from the sports, it's like, it's hard really after the sports to figure out what you're going to do next. By failing a lot, okay. I think that I, I, one. I, I think that to me, Jeff Bezos is a successful businessman. So mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't put myself in that category. I think that I think that in in uh, or or you know we're talking about Elon Musk. Mm-hmm. Uh, these are successful businessmen, and I'm not there yet. Uh, in 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 sports or in track and field, certainly I'm I'm extremely successful at that. Um, but yeah, I, you know what? I I just um, for me, I just want to ensure that I'm. I'm I'm doing the right things, and I learn from the right people, uh, and so transitioning. Uh, you know, I think we. You know, I, I I think I said before that I'm always a student. Mm-hmm. So to reach out and associate myself to someone who's really good at whatever it is that they do is probably my number one. Uh, that's one of my number one traits. Uh, if I if I see you know if I'm trying to understand what's going on with my body, I'm gonna. Uh, connect with the number one doctor or the person that probably is in my immediate network. Mm-hmm. Um, in business, I try to do the same thing, um, you know, and I try to, you know, I try to, I try to learn from people who have wisdom and experience, and also those very same people who are passionate about what it is that they do in in a, in whatever it is that whatever field of uh, study or or business, um, whatever it is that they do. I tend to uh, gravitate to those people to learn from them. If they're not in your immediate circle, let's say there's somebody you want to reach out to, Mm -hmm. how do you get to that person? We live in a place. We, the world we live in right now uh, is um, for me personally, I I feel that, uh, you know, I know I'm always only, I'm either only one phone call or one email from any human being on this planet. That's just my personal feeling with my network. Uh, but I do speak to a lot of young people like yourself and, and, and you have, a th- I mean, the, the, the world, I mean, reaching out online, the, the world is such a small place right now. So yes, if you are, if you're trying to pursue something, uh, you, it's such a small place where people are so accessible. Uh, so reach out to them. And, 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 and continue to pursue that because someone knows somebody that knows somebody, mm. uh, you know, and, and, and um, if that person that you're looking to reach out to, uh, if they are, you know, if they, if they understand and see your drive and your ambition, I mean, you know, most likely they'll reach back out and say, man, you know, you've been, you've been at me for a while. Mm. Uh, you've been trying to get me for a minute. Um, <laughs> okay. You come on into my office or whatever. Uh, yeah, come sit down for a couple of minutes. You know what I mean? Yeah, and, and, persistence. And just, right. Well, I mean, just also there's so much information that's out there. You know, so so you can, 
you know, just like I'm saying, you know, I looked up you guys before I came on here. I mean, you can you can look up anybody uh, and 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 at least get some semblance of information. Not always information is not always true. We know this. I like, that, I like, the, I like that you looked us up. Yeah, you still came in, so it means Donovan Bailey looked us like, up. He's no, like, but, it's all right, it's okay. <laughs> no, but it's but it's good. It, it was, like, I mean, like in the sense, like it's ambitions that you saw something like, okay, cool, this is something that I want to still go on. I right. Know, so I, I but I'm saying to you that I like. I like ambition. I mean, the, the, I, you have to, you, I have, I love ambition, mm-hmm. you know? So if someone is doing something and, you know, and they're heading in, in obviously a direction of success or they've already been successful, why not? Mm-hmm. You know, so that's, that's kind of how, that's kind of how I am. I guess that's how I see it. And, and that's the advice I give to young people. Like you can, you can pick up the phone and call somebody, maybe not, but you can, you can email somebody uh, somewhere. And get a hold uh, of that, somebody to get a hold of somebody else. Correct, correct. And say, here's my plan. Here, if you prepare yourself, and you do the work, you know, if you're doing a business or you know, you wrote a script or something, someone will answer you if you if you're out there and they realize that you're that passionate about being successful and authentic. Well, you have to be. Genuine, I mean, yeah. Well, if you well, if you're passionate, you probably yeah. are, are both those things. I think that those go uh, together. I mean, hopefully, uh, when you get to people with, um, get to experts, we'll say, they can, they can see bull crap quickly, right? They, <laughs> they'd be able to see it quickly, for sure. What, uh, to, I want to go back for a moment to the, the career as an athlete. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> At what point, what was it like when you finally realized, you know what, I'm now ready to step away from something I've been working towards, presumably your entire life? Are you talking about retiring from being an athlete? Correct. Yeah. Um, well, uh, you know what? Um, I I I participated in a in an individual sport. So sprinting or track and field, golf and tennis are the exact same thing. Um, so, you know, father time gets you, dude. Mm-hmm. Father time. I mean, you can't. This is not football where a quarterback might has the capabilities to hide behind hide behind teammates or, or or in hockey you can do the same thing or basketball baseball fo- basketball baseball football all of the team sport you have the ability to hide and 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 obviously uh continue uh and and pad your career put a couple of years and pad your career in in my sport you you don't uh and so uh, when my body when i started getting uh, injured often uh, I ruptured my Achilles uh, in uh, 19, the fall of 1998. Um, you know, so the writing was on the wall then. Uh, you know, rupturing your Achilles, where um, you're essentially, I'm weaving my Achilles and then surgically replacing it back to my ankle. Uh, you, you're not. I, I'm, first of all, no, no man has ever come back to be, uh, you know, a top sprinter in the world after an Achilles injury, it, much less a rupture. Um, so I knew that writing was on the wall and father time will always get you as an individual athlete because you can't hide. If you, if you get out there and you screw up, um, it's all you. And if you get out there and you win, it's also all you. Mm. Yeah. So father time will always get you. How did you reconcile though? All of that? Like, were you, was it easy for you? Because you achieved essentially the pinnacle of, of your sport multiple times. Right. So was it? I'm going to say the word easy. Was it an easy decision for you to say, you know what, it's time because of the injuries? Or was it something that you struggled with? Oh, I didn't struggle with it. Um, 
but uh, but I I think it it's uh, you know for for a man in like a testosterone driven like sport. I mean the 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 hundred meters is like heavyweight boxing, you know. Um, so and 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 adrenaline's a hell of a thing, and competition is a hell of a thing. Uh, and and you know that's that's probably like just competition uh, on a world stage is probably um, the greatest drug that exists on the planet in the history of the world. Um, so it was, I think it was, it, it, and it's also hard to embrace that um, y- your body that so many times you know I just I get out there. It's my body. I've had it my whole life, and and so. You kind of get out there and you naturally react to competition. You naturally react to speed. I mean, when I play basketball, I can naturally just go and dunk the ball, you know. And then you get to the point, you kind of go, man, this is tough, you know. Mm. Um, so I think that um, it was, I think it, 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 you had to embrace it. For me, um, I was on second and third rounds of, 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 uh, of you know, uh, winning or championships. Um so at least I knew that I took advantage of the opportunities when I had it. Um, but yeah, it was it was it was it was difficult to just to just reconcile that it, it's it's time. Father time was coming, and uh, and I had to adjust quickly. And then I had to find something else that was going to be at least give me some semblance of competition, uh, which was business has always been that way. Um, so. You know, to gravitate back to the boardroom uh, was something that, uh, thank God, I'd, I'd done before track. And I'm one of the few people that actually went from business to sport and then back to business. So uh, it wasn't that difficult. It wasn't that. It, it, but it's it, it was it wasn't that difficult. But it was really hard for me to embrace because competition. I loved being in the sun and. Uh, representing Canada and 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 competing against uh, the rest of the top people in the world. So yeah, that was uh, it, it. Was it was just hard to to embrace? Did you feel any pressure? What was the pressure component for you? Like when you when you get to that starting line, you're competing for gold, you're representing Canada. You're you're competing against the best in the world. Right. Pressure often gets to a lot of athletes. How did you deal with pressure? You know, I, I I dealt with it great just because uh you know the things that I preach about is that you have to put the work in, you have to put the work in, you have to surround yourself with people that that are gonna push you, uh, to be better than even you thought you were. And my coach Dan Paff is someone who said, "Hey man, uh, you know he he told me this when I just started. He said if you want to be the greatest in the world, you just got to get serious and come down and start training with me. You know, so you know that's it. I I just I I pressure to me." When you have put the work in and when you have embraced uh, what your God-given talent is, uh, you know, pressure really becomes secondary. And, and, uh, and that's one of the things that, um, you know, that I loved, uh, you know, uh, knowing that the, the, I didn't really care whether or not, um, you know, I was in a stadium with 100,000 people or there's billions of people watching and it's live TV. And it never, never really bothered me because the track to me was like, it was basically like my living room watching a, a sporting event or, or in the theater watching a movie. I mean, I, I just thought it, I was extremely comfortable because I'd already put the work in. So preparation and work leading up to all that. You're Absolutely. saying completely. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And sure. the component of then transferring into business and the different pressures that come with business, how have you sort of managed that? You said that you started in business, you went into track, and then from track back to business – 
the entrepreneurial <clears throat> side seems very much alive for you, like a thing, like a part of you. How have you sort of jumped back into the boardroom and, and sort of started off all the different ventures that you're into? I think it's it's the exact same components. It's it's the exact same components. Uh, you know, I'm up early doing a lot of reading, um, you know, finding out uh, as much as I can about if I'm part of a, you know, a startup uh, in the tech sector and I know absolutely nothing about it. Uh, my responsibility is to learn as much about it as possible before I walk into that meeting. I mean, I don't, I really, I'm not a wallflower. I'm, I'm, I've never been that guy. Uh, so I, I learn as much as possible. And then to ensure that if I'm asked a question, kind of like us sitting having a conversation right now, um, if I'm asked a question uh, about something quite specific, uh, then I want to make sure that I'm prepared to answer that question, especially if I am, you know, if I, I have an equity stake in that company or they have hired me to be an ambassador for their business, uh, you know, or whatever. Like whatever it is, I have to make sure that I'm prepared. Uh, one, uh, manage my own brand and business, but more importantly, um, to make, to, to allow my partners in whatever business that might be, whatever startup that might be, that I'm taking this seriously too, and that my time is definitely not to be wasted. What are you hoping to accomplish from the business side of things? Is it, do you like, do you get a rush from building? Do you get enjoyment or fulfillment from just keeping busy? Is it, what is it about entrepreneurship and business specifically? I love success. So I'm going to tell you this. Every year, when I was, in, when I was an athlete, every single year, um, essentially, if my, if my body was a car, every year I'd start training in October. So around October 15th, I'd, I'd head back to Louisiana State University or at University of Texas when I was, when I was for the last uh, few years, uh, well, many years, but uh, the years that I was training there. Um, but essentially what my coach and I did was, was like dismantled my body. So imagine if I am a race car and every single component is taken apart and cleaned and fixed and, and, um, and strengthened uh, and then you meticulously kind of put it back together over the year. Right? Leading up to like uh, our season or to a major championships. Now, Obviously, you can't take a human body apart. Um, you know, he, we Not can't yet. do that. Yeah. <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> However, that's what happened. Uh, you know, uh, we would talk about uh, the very first day of, of practice. We would talk about, you know, what the major championships were, uh, uh, times uh, that we wanted to achieve, uh, essentially my season. So we'd, we'd, we'd sit and, and, and schedule all of my competitions from indoor to outdoor. And then we would meticulously work on every single muscle, um, tendon, uh, you know, your nervous system, psychology, like you, every single day we worked on something different or we build it on, we build or added on something different. So that's, so I love that about sport and it's the exact same thing that we have to do in business. If you have a startup, you have to, first of all, you got to understand what it is. You have to sit and discuss what your goals are and what it is that you have to do to get there. And then you have to, you know, brick by brick every single day, it's construction, it's a house. Every single day you have to, you know, add uh, a component 
continue to build on your strength and continue to strengthen your weaknesses. And that's kind of what I did with my body. And that's exactly the same. Those are the same characteristics that are, that, that exist in, 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 in business for me. Interesting. How old are your kids? Um, my, my oldest is, I have, I have young and old kids. <laughs> like, do, they, do they like yes do they know my daughter's 27 she's oldest yeah do they know that you're like the baddest man on the planet for a bit like do they do they believe it like you know as those kids like they just, they don't, like do they like i know you tell them like okay i'm the bad guy like i was the baddest man on the planet but like i don't tell them that no I, you know here's you the thing I don't, on tv my, my, no so my 17 year old son is he plays basketball and, and he and he's very good um my my daughter was 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 two in atlanta or just turning two in atlanta but these um yeah i mean i'm just dad dude i mean yeah. you know you know what i mean i just i'm just dad to to my kids and um and, and that's that, that's really good enough for me because i i also i don't want added pressure because i think a big mm. problem that happens sometimes that's why i don't even post things about my kids and all that because it's added pressure already to be like yeah. You know, to be a kid, that's one, in, especially uh, in, in a time and place right now where, you know, people's lives are everywhere and that's out there and there's so much temptation and so much distraction. But not only are you a kid, you're my kid. Mm. And then if you play sports, it's like, oh, my God, well, he's slow or she's slow. like I'm mm. just saying, you know, mm. or oh, you can't run or you can't jump or, you know, whatever. I'm saying to you that that, um, you know, my you know, listen, my, I, at some point, uh, my kids will understand we have um i i, I probably have 10 million dollars worth of uh, memorabilia um i'm writing a book uh, that mm -hmm. comes out uh, this summer and i'm writing a book um largely for probably the canadian public and and and, and young people don't really understand how dominant uh i was as long as well as our our team our relay team um you know so i'm doing and so i'm doing all that largely for um uh, for the younger generation, especially my kids. Mm -hmm. I mean, like a biography or like a. I think it'd be a memoir, biography, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, and 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 um, and a lot of stories about when we were just crushing people. Just <laughs> what's your just favorite disrespecting story? people on the track court, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah maybe. Deals, man. I, 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 Gotta I, be fresh in your mind. No, but I don't have favorite stories because here's what happens. There are times that I'm in an environment where I'm reminded of something, and I, and I've just like. You know, like I said, I mean, I live in the moment, and and I'm and what I'm going to do is is is, is going to capitalize on the opportunity today. It, I'll capitalize on an opportunity today, and um, I am reminded sometimes of things that people like. Hey, you know, I saw you in in Germany, and this is what you said to me, and then you went out and you know you know you did some great things, or I met you in Norway, or I saw you in Brazil, or you know wherever. I mean, I've been to 190 countries in the world, so. You know, you you meet people and 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 speak to people and 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 they'll tell you, you know, what resonated with them, or what was important to them. You know, you know, and 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 so, um, my favorite story a lot is 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 the is the one that I'm reminded of that I might have forgotten. I mean, everyone everyone understands like winning gold medals and breaking world records and 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 being number one and you know these moments that I'm reminded of every single day, whether or not it's in person or online or or in the newspaper. But it's some. But the important ones to me are those those little touches. I mean, you know, I'm I met a kid. Um, I met a kid 
that was having a rough time, and I did not know this. Um, uh, he was 16 years old. I was playing basketball at Sheridan, uh, Sheridan College. Uh, we were just playing pickup basketball one night, and the kid was 16. He came up. He started asking me a bunch of questions, and I kind of sat down and talked to him. And, he, and, and um, you know, come to find out, uh, I ran into him a couple of years later, and he was a dentist. He went to. He had left Canada, went to Northern Illinois University, I believe it was Northern Illinois University. Uh, became a dentist, uh, like ran track, but you know, and, and he just said thank you. He said you don't even understand, um, you know, how my world was falling apart when I when I had that conversation with you. And I'm like, oh well, I was just I was just being me, and I was just doing whatever I would do normally, which would be you know, if someone has a goal or a dream, uh, my responsibility is to motivate them and challenge them to to be their better self, and and I'm going to tell them to surround themselves with people that are always going to be those kind of people challenging challenging you and challenging uh, themselves to be better and and pursue goals and and don't let don't let anyone don't let anyone dim your light is that the advice you would give to the younger generation today oh 100% 100% uh, there are again there's so much distraction and um you know and uh, and there's so much criticisms uh, you know, and, and I, I tell people this all the time. I mean, we, you know, the mental health is a huge thing uh, that that's spoken about quite a bit. And I try to tell people that, you know what, um, those people that don't like you, uh, they're the ones that are watching you the hardest. <laughs> and the greatest way to disappoint those people is to be successful. Yeah. So Amen just, that. right. <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah, I mean, I, that's so, yeah. I mean, I, I again, I, I try to be an optimistic and positive person at all times. Hey, I, I, I'm not a morning person. I am miserable in the morning. So <laughs> that, that guy said, I'm, I'm no angel, uh, but I, uh, yeah, I will always use my time to at least help. How would, how do you think you would have handled being an athlete at the level you were at if you were doing that today? You know, I, I think it'd be great. Uh, you know, apparently I was very built uh, for, um, <laughs> apparently, uh, and I hear this quite a bit. It's like, hey man, you're like a generation. You're like a generation. You're a generation. You're way ahead of yourself. Or you're a generation ahead of, ahead of yourself. He said, if you were, if, you, if we had, you know, Twitter and, and, um, and, and Instagram in the mid 90s, you'd have like, you know, 300 million followers yeah. Yeah, because because one, all of Canada is going to be on board. And then the Caribbean and, 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 and largely the track world, which is a ton of people. Um, so, yeah, I, 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 I don't know. I, I think that I'd, I'd be I'd, I'm built for it. I mean, I I'm someone again. I tell people this. If someone's criticizing you, they have spent the time. They've spent the time to observe you and see what you're doing and is watching you. So one of the things, when I used to get criticism, I always responded to those people, especially when it was harsh. I'm like, man, you took the time to look and see what I'm doing. Thank you for your support. And that pissed them off even more. So <laughs> I'm saying to you that. So today, I mean, again, I encourage kids to, to, to think about that. You know, at the end of the day, if someone took time out to scroll and stop and observe what you're doing, uh, there, there's something going on. They're, they're, thank them for their support and move on. I like that. Can you still run? Oh, I I don't know about all that. I mean, because your Achilles or just because? <clears throat> no, I, I well, I mean, I, I play basketball every Monday night. Yeah. So so it, I guess your answer would be yes, but I don't. I mean, I, 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 I think sprinting. I have not been on the track in any with, capacity with with a pair of spikes on my feet since I retired in two thousand and one. Okay. Yeah. So okay. I have not done that. Okay. Yeah. How yeah. much do you miss it? Competition. 
Oh my god. Uh, what about like recreational? Like why not like? Because no. they still have like older. <clears throat> like they do the older waves with like you know you could do the fifty-five to sixty and be like it doesn't have to be like that Olympic level, but still like, not when you're a world record holder, my man. Yeah, 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 that's true. That's true. <laughs> not when you, yeah. if if, if, you're, yeah. if you're the greatest that ever walked yeah. the face of the earth at one point. Yes. Um, you know, like imagining, imagine if if you know, you know, like. If you're playing, like again, in team sport, you can hide people. So, yeah, yeah. so you can certainly have Ronaldo from Brazil, Pele who just passed away. You can have you can have a celebrity soccer game. Mm -hmm. You know, a celebrity um, hundred meters. What the only people that you can get would be, you know, imagine that all of the world record holders or um, the world champions or the Olympic champions, they all got to line up, which means that we'd be like old to young. It'd mm -hmm. be like, yeah, yeah. Um, let's say the people that are alive. So maybe Alan Wells from 1980 to like Usain Bolt. Mm -hmm. And that would be a very unfair for a lot of us. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, so no, I don't, I don't, I don't think of it that way. I mean, I will play a celebrity golf game yeah. against those or with those guys, but but comp, but everyone, I, I'm every single athlete that you speak to, whether they've been retired for a year or fifty years, that fire never dies. Mm -hmm. So it it simply means that if if there was ever a chance that we're all stupid enough to go and run a hundred meters, it would end like sadly for most of us because what happens is your muscle memory will kick in at some point and you're going to be like i feel good i'm at the 30 meter mark now i'm going to go for it and your hamstring is going to be left on the track your achilles <laughs> toes i mean you're going to fall on your face mm. so so yeah so so to your answer uh, to your question uh no. <laughs> no, no, no 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 running i play basketball I play basketball with a bunch of my peers, uh, you know, so it's, um, and it's good, competi com good competitive basketball. Most of the guys that played, um, at least played at a high level in high school. Okay. So high school, college, uh, some ex-pro guys. So, I mean, so we, we get a good game going and then we go out for a beer after and we can talk about the game or watch sports on TV and or like five, talk about our kids. Five on five or is it like? Yeah, yeah, game, a real game, yeah. five what on five. What position you play? Um, so I play. So I used to play small forward. So now I'm like you know like a shooting guard, small okay, forward. Okay. I mean I'm I still, I still technically I'm one of the most athletic. I mean like I said it's my peers. Mm -hmm. So I'm still technically one of the most athletic person on the court. Mm -hmm. um, and also I'm doing it for the run. I'm doing it to get a sweat on. Yeah. Like this is not about real competition, but it's so nice to be involved in a sport that there's a score at the end of it and someone wins and someone loses, but it doesn't really matter because we go back and play again. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think like the the winning and losing someone needs, because I know like in like kids sports, that, like yeah. the, the things like the Tim, the Timmy's League, I think it's a Timmy's League, but they just don't keep scoring the soccer game or something. Well, so, so two things. Um, I, I think that every kid should participate in sports. Yeah. I, mean, I, I want to get that clear. Participate in, in, in sports. Uh, but at some point, you must keep score. Uh, for me, it, you, there's, there's, you know, for, for me, I've always said that, that um, when, when you get to a certain age uh, where you're trying to understand that sport uh, resembles what it's going to look like when you get to be an adult. Sports is going to resemble uh, the office, uh, sports is going to resemble professional sports. Uh, sports is going to resemble, you know, being a doctor or being a lawyer. So you have to understand where you fit into the world and, and, and what your role might be. Um, however, I think that sometimes 
uh, people take losing as a failure, mm-hmm. right? And so ultimately for me, I've always said that you either win or you learn, you know? So, and, 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 and so, so, and, and so, the, so the, there's two parts to that. Sometimes winning doesn't mean that you're in first place, right? Uh, and so I'll give you an example of that. When I just started track and field, um, uh, we had a track meet in Rome. And, and so people ask me about when, what it is, um, you know, when did I know that I was on the right path? Um, I was racing against the top guys at the time in the world. Uh, it was competition there. You know, I was, I was leading uh, the race partway through it. I, I kind of looked around because I was, surpri- I was surprised. I ended up coming fourth or third or fourth in that race. Uh, and I was very upset. But I was very upset for one reason. Um, it was because I didn't mind my own business. I was in my lane, and what I should have done was realize that I was uh, with the best people and their focus on winning as I was, and I got distracted. So after um, you know, I kind of got over myself, uh, I realized that that was probably the best win that I've ever had because on that day, I knew that I belonged. On that day, I knew that I was going to be the best or one of the best. On that day, I knew I could break world records. On that day, I was going to be a world champion. On that day, I was going to be Olympic champion. You know that. So that's that's just that's just one that's just one scenario on 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 that side. Also, I, I think you know Michael Jordan always says it best. He said that you know you know you know you can't uh, what's it you can't you can't um, it's something about missing shots. You know, you, you can, you can't, uh, oh, is it you miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take? You miss a hundred percent. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Right. <laughs> I was scrambling for that, <laughs> but yeah. And that's, so that's what it is. I mean, you know, so failure is, is really about learning. So you really should substitute that word failure and put learning in it. Uh, because there are lots of times that you go in and you fail at something, but in actual fact, what you're doing is learning about something that you probably shouldn't repeat. Uh, because ultimately, if you're trying to win or you're trying to get better at something and you have a goal and you're trying to do these things, then it's quite simple that if you are, if you continue to, to learn from whatever mistakes that you might or might not have made, then the next time you get into that space or you, the next time you have an opportunity to do whatever it is that you're doing, that you're not going to need correction because you already went down that road and you've already banked on the negative that you might have gotten, you know, from, you know, doing something in the first place, which you believe that you might have failed. Do you feel that perhaps today's generation of athletes, I don't know if coddled is the right word, but it's almost <laughs> as though, I don't, I'm saying that because it's almost as though there's a fear of failing, which means they never learn, which means when they really come up against adversity, too often, too many of them quit. Well, you can't be a quitter. Uh, you can't be a quitter that you just, you just can't be a quitter. That's just, that's that, to me, that's just not cool at all. That that's that you can't be a quitter. You can't quit on your team. Um, yeah, I think that, uh, you know, obviously I'm an old school guy. Uh, so as an old school guy who, you know, I'm, I'm a big massive basketball fan and, and, and I try to, you know, and, you know, I have some good friends that actually played in the league, but at the time when, you know, if you're driving to the hoop, someone's trying to take, literally take your head off. Um, so yeah, I, I think that athletes are cuddled, but uh, but but at the other hand, uh, we always have to look at how it is that sport has to evolve, uh, 
if you're bigger and you're stronger and you're faster, you probably can't play the way that you used to play sports. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. you can't, you know, you've got guys that are, you know, shock size that are point guards yeah, today. Guy. You know, you know what I mean? And and so and so you have to you you have to be able to evolve and 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 kind of see how things are. Yes, I believe that the league football and you know all of these are all these especially a lot of these um these sports that are that are contact sports um you know it it certainly was rougher back in the day um but yeah i mean you have to evolve now to kind of understand that people are bigger and stronger and faster so there would be probably more more like crazy injuries that's never been seen before if they played in the same rules that uh that they played at uh before and what would you tell a younger Donovan Bailey? You can look back and go back in time and say one thing that you've learned after all these years. What would that be? Oh man, probably be patient. I have zero patience, man. I, I have um, I have zero patience, and then I have less tolerance. Okay. Right. So so yeah, I I, I the, so the younger me would yeah I'd have to be at Donovan just just relax. Were you yeah. hard to get through when you were younger? Not if I believed in you. Not okay. if I thought you were a good leader. Not if I thought you were a good coach. Uh, not if I not if I thought you were a good teacher. I, I I was probably the easiest person to get through. But if I thought you were an idiot, uh, yeah, there's, there's no <laughs> chance. No, for real, <laughs> there's no chance. So you go back and you say patience. Patience, yeah, patience. I mean, patience and tolerance, and and probably uh, there probably were times that I was very young that that I was um, uh, my method of communication was too direct, and I didn't really. Sometimes I didn't really understand and or take in um, someone else's feelings when I was trying to communicate uh, with them. Um, so yeah, but it's, it's still patience. It's st- absolutely still patience and tolerance for sure. You say you have a lot more patience now. Well, I've learned. I mean, you have to. I mean, it, I, again, if I if I continue to be a student mm-hmm. uh, and I continue to want to learn about myself, learn about society, uh, you know, take from take from you know a younger generation that I mean that you know you grew up with technology and all this. I, mm-hmm. I I'm not from that place. So so. You, you're passing on knowledge and experience to me, although I'm older. Uh, so yeah, so yeah, it's absolutely, absolutely. I got to do that. So I want to shift gears a little bit here. You're doing a new series with the CBC. Uh huh. Canada's <laughs> Ultimate Challenge. Yes. You want to tell us a little bit about that? Amazing, man. It, it's you know what. Um, this came about. Uh, I was doing some. I, I work. I've worked with CBC uh, since I retired in 2001 um, as a sports analyst. Uh, I, you know, you'll all find me. I drop in um, once a year to talk about track, and then I come and do some special programming. Um, so I got. A, we got a call um, last year that there was a, a reality show coming on, and and um, it was. I guess it's how to describe it is. Um, it's similar to Amazing Race, but not. Um, you know what I mean? So so you have four. Um, great uh, um, average Canadians or or or, or fit Canadians uh, that are <clears throat> that uh, are 
are are coached into competing against uh, the other teams. There's six teams, um, six prominent Canadians are coaching four fit Canadians to compete against each other in competitions that were designed by some incredible competition writers. Um, you know, so that's coming. Uh, that that I think that launches. February 16th, uh, it certainly will probably be the biggest show in Canada. I, I, I mean, I'm a little biased, um, <laughs> but it certainly will be the biggest show in Canada. I'm definitely looking forward to sharing that uh, with uh, the Canadian public at large. Um, and uh, yeah, it, it was amazing. Um, I, I thought I was physically prepared for it. it. It got taxing for even the coach, even me, the coach. <laughs> um, so hopefully, you know, we, uh, I have a second shot at that. Uh, where I definitely will go and, and get physically ready. Mentally, I was always ready. But physically, uh, it was quite taxing and, and, uh, and, and amazing. You'll, you'll see parts of Canada that, uh, that are like beautiful. I think that as Canadians, we forget how big this country is and how beautiful this country is. And this show will actually detail it and show it to you. So I'm looking forward to that, and I hope everyone everyone tune in on um, tune in on uh, February 16th. Amazing. So you're a coach on the show. I'm a coach. Yes. Are you a coach outside of the show in any way? You yeah. know what? I, I'm not a. Phys- I don't think that I, I'm not. So I'm, I don't coach a team per se, but I think that I'm asked to speak a lot to CEOs. I'm asked to speak to teams. Uh, I'm asked to speak with uh, community leaders. I'm asked to speak to federations, uh, you know. So in that way, I'm a coach. So I, so would I, you know, can I be a coach of of, of uh, a specific team or people? Absolutely, uh, but I'm not one today. Would you want to be? Do you see yourself becoming a coach? You know what? With my experience with uh, the Ultimate Challenge Canada, for sure. I mean, I know that uh, managing people for me is not that hard. Um, you know, so requires patience. It well, it requires listening, not yeah. necessarily patience, and also it requires communicating with all those people so they understand that they themselves have to be prepared. Uh, because I don't want complainers on the team. Because I'll say you're not prepared. You're not prepared. That's why we're here. That's why we're screwing up. Um, so yeah, I, I could. I guess I'm. Yeah, I'm. St- see, I'm learning patience. See that? Yeah, <laughs> and communication. Uh, but yeah, I mean, you know what? It, it's still. Again, we talk about the characteristics of how it is that you're gonna uh, put yourself in an environment where you're gonna be successful. So it's all of those things. It's still communication. It's it's still it's still listening. Um, you know. But the number one thing is that you gotta be. You gotta put the work in. If you don't put the work in, then it, it doesn't matter. Yeah. So then, on this show, we get to see, like, if a goat can be a coach. Because usually goats can't be coaches. Like, when, like, you, you see, like, the greatest. Right. Then, at least for me, if what I look at, right. like, yeah, you're great, but you can't be a coach. Right. It's, I, I think it's extremely tough because you see yourself. And, 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 and for me, I've always, I've always uh, taught by example. Do you coach how you would coach or coach, like, your own way? Like, based on, like, how you received your coaching when you were training? Well, yeah. I mean, I, I'm I, like, I was, again, when I went to go, when I left Canada to go, go work with Dan, I was mentally and psychologically. Because you coach for a long time, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. He was, he's, he's, he's the only coach that's coached me as a professional. Okay. So you coach like him, you would say? Y- yes. Yes. But I'm just saying to you that um, I communicated like him and I do coach like him, but 
uh, I knew that I was prepared. I mean, I had I went to him to be prepared physically because I I had not put that work in, but he didn't really have to help me to be more confident mm-hmm. uh, and also to embrace whatever success um, I was going to receive. And and there are times that and plus you know the show is TV. Yeah. And I think that there are times that people kind of go, hey, you know, I can do that. I can do any interview. Put a put a mic live in my face. But then when it happens, you're like, you know, and you're stuttering and you're trying to figure out what to do. They find out very quickly how difficult it is. They find out very quickly, uh, you know, what it's like to have, you know, if, you know, like dead silence when you're on the mic. Like, you know, Mm. people don't understand how daunting that is, right? Uh, So you find out a lot of things about people. But coaching, yeah, I think I coach a little bit like Dan. I I wanted uh, my team, I wanted my team to be, uh, you know, because we didn't have a lot of time my team had to come in and they had to be they had to be at least physically prepared uh, for competition i mean the psych the psychological or mental part uh, I, a lot of times for people um, you know is the hardest part is the easiest part for me mm. you know so you know again you know you know th- this season I, I i think that you'll you'll watch it and, and see some of the some of the relationships play out and and see those people that were physically prepared mm-hmm. and some of the people that were not mm-hmm. and some of the people that were mentally and psychologically prepared and some of the people that were definitely not <laughs> <laughs> yeah those ones become obvious very quickly right yeah. right and you'll see it i mean and you'll you i mean and that's why i think that the show is going to be uh that the, the top show i think it's going to be incredible and and, and I, hopefully this is a franchise that will last you know god 10 20 years okay mm-hmm. I got to know, because you said this at the beginning of our conversation here, you got to meet two of the most influential men. People. People. Humans, yeah. Humans on the planet. Nelson Mandela Mm -hmm. and Muhammad Ali. Right. What were those conversations like? Well, uh, How long were those conversations? How long were they? Oh, they're very short. They're very, I mean, listen, like I met Nelson Mandela in Toronto in 19, I believe it was in 1997. I, but I, again, I'm the fastest human being on the planet, you know. But I'm also like, I'm also. This would be like a How old a, a five year old. Watch uh, my math. Twenty, twenty something, twenty something. Um, but um, me meeting both men would probably be like a five-year-old, I mean, at my age, which is, I mean, again, I'm the number one athlete on the planet, but meeting both of those men, it'd probably be like a five-year-old, it'd be like a five-year-old soccer phenom meeting Messi. I mean, I can't think about, um, like, think about, like, you know, a, a five, seven-year-old phenom meeting LeBron or, mm. or Michael Jordan. That's really how it was. But it's so much bigger because not only were these two men my heroes they were like my father's hero and my father is my hero and my father is my mentor you know so and 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 so it goes far beyond what it is that they did on their field of play it goes far beyond that i mean you know you know civil rights and you know and you know demonstrations and standing up for your 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 rights and goals and standing up for people and using your platform to do good for other human beings who, uh, you know, are less fortunate than you are. There's so much more. I mean, I, I remember being at uh, Muhammad Ali's funeral, actually, and seeing a lot of the other athletes that were there. 
and and listening. Uh, I think it was uh, Billy Crystal or Bill Clinton. It was one of them that was speaking about some of the incredible things that we were, we were reminded of some of the incredible things that this one human being had done in his lifetime. And I think that every one of us, I mean, myself, Lennox Lewis, uh, you know, um, Evander Holyfield, a ton of boxers, but it was a ton of like, like incredible, influential human beings on the planet from all walks of life. We're all kind of sitting around looking at each other going, man, do you realize that all of us in this room, we all have global platforms and we all have work to do because this one guy did more than all of us collectively. Wow. What a powerful moment. Immense, immense, immense. I mean, they, again, those are some of those times that, you know, I just sit and I'm mesmerized by, you know, people and what it is that they can do, which simply means that, um, you know, when you, I think you asked me earlier, you know, what are my goals for the rest of my life? My God, imagine that. I mean, you know, think about all, uh, like, think about the two men that we're talking about right now and what it is that they did in a full lifetime. I mean, I got, I got billions of miles to go. <laughs> <laughs> well, they were definitely incredible <clears throat> individuals and you've lived an incredible life and there's still so much more to go. And we're really excited to, to watch this journey. We're excited to watch the show. We're excited to, to see what else you've got coming up. Do you have anything else in the works? You said you have a book in the summer. Yeah, I have a book coming up. Um, uh, um, I have a I have a deal with uh, Sony. Uh, um, oh my God, Penguin Random House. Sony <laughs> Penguin Random House. Uh, I thought you were gonna draw. Say you were dropping a, a record dro or something. Oh hell, well, no, dude, I can't sing worth crap. Um, yeah, so we have a book coming out uh, in the summer. It might be pushed to fall. Um, you know, where like I think that uh, so my real story will be told. Um, there's a six-part docu-series that uh, we're starting, or we're gonna start taping now. It, it's called Heat, uh, and that's the the true story of, of our relay team. Also, um, you know, I'm certainly involved with uh, several startups. Uh, so in business, uh, you know, we're we're gonna continue to do incredible things. Uh, you know, there's and of course, um, you know, appearances, um, you know, throughout the country, throughout the globe, really. And 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 um, and I'll continue to try and inspire. Um, generations of people and and uh, you know to and to to make sure that I at least play my part uh, to you know to you know inspire people to be to be successful um, my my foundation pass the baton um, pass the baton is is uh, is, is uh, in part um, um, one of my foundations one of the initiatives that I have uh, with some mentorship program in Canada and pass the baton is very simple. It goes right in line with how it is I live my life and, and the things that I've spoken about today. Uh, I encourage every single Canadian to pass on their wisdom, education, um, talent to someone younger. Don't care what it is that you do. Uh, don't. I, I, it doesn't. If you're if you're you know a construction foreman, uh, if you're a lawyer, if you're a doctor, if you're a business person. Uh, if you're a marketing uh, executive, it doesn't really matter. Uh, what, I, what I encourage every single Canadian to, with, within Pass the Baton, is to pass on the knowledge and education and experience that they have learned so that we'll have another an incredible generation of, um, of uh, you know, positive, um, self-supportive, and productive members uh, of society. I love it. We're definitely going to pass the baton in terms of passing on this knowledge to everybody. Thank you so much for, for joining us and for 
it was an honor. It was a pleasure just to, to sit here and listen to you talk. And uh, you do amazing things. You've inspired so many people. And uh, I know you said that you don't really pay attention to some of that. You just focus on your next step. Right. I just want you to know that, that you inspire a ton of people, myself included, Matthew included. So thank you, sir, for coming through. We appreciate you. My, my next step is definitely going to be tell my sister. I talk to Donovan Bailey. You know? <laughs> yes. <laughs> my, gra- my grandmother's going to be so happy. <laughs> Dude, my that, grandmother but, loves you. But. Well, that's what I mean. That's yeah. what I, I think that it's, I mean, I'm, you know, I'm placed here. You're Bayesian, uh, right? Yeah. No, no, I'm Jamaican. Man. Jamaican? I'm, yeah, I'm Full? Jamaican. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm everything. I'm Jamaican Bayesian. Yeah. I just, I just, yeah. no, she but, loves you so much, I just assume that no, you're No, but, but, but <laughs> I, I, listen, I am, I am every grandmother or every mother's favorite son. Yeah. That, that's really what it is. And, and, and because I do, uh, you know, my journey is, you know, not, it's not necessarily every black man's journey or every man's journey. But what I try to, what I do is, I, I will inspire people to be their better selves. But more importantly, you know, if you know, if there's disenfranchised people or, you know, the lesser than or whomever, uh, I, I I will I will encourage them to come and they can certainly use my platform. You know what I mean? That's why I'll come in here and be like, guys, uh, this is awesome. Uh, you know, thanks for having me. Um, you know, continue your good work, continue doing good work. And, and I'm going to be, you know, supporting you uh, in in both your endeavors to, you know, to continue kicking butt. Appreciate it. Man. Appreciate it. Thank Couldn't you. ask for anything more. <laughs> no problem. Right. Thank you very much. Pancho, appreciate you as always for helping us out. Yes, sir. Appreciate it, everybody. Thank you very much. Don't forget to comment, like, subscribe. All of that. You know, all, all of that. It. Yes. yes. <laughs> Thanks, oh, everyone. I didn't even talk yes. about my podcast, but that's, you know. Yeah. What is your podcast? Your podcast? Oh, I have a, oh, yes, I have a podcast. Yeah. Oh, yes. Um, yeah. I forgot. <laughs> this is terrible. Um, so, I, yeah, I have a podcast uh, available on all podcast platforms. I mean, it's really just, uh, it's it's with Jason Portwando. It's it's called Donovan Bailey Running Things. Mm-hmm. And uh, it really is just that we, we try to, you know, we talk about um, sports. It's definitely a sports base, but we talk about sports and lifestyle and anything that's in the news. Uh, you know, it's a half hour every week. And, um, you know, we, uh, you know we, we have a good time. We have a good time. It's also, it's a lot outside of what it is I usually am because sometimes I think people think that I'm the serious guy all the time. Mm. But I'm they not. see another side. Yeah, but, yeah. I'm, but I'm not. I mean, yeah. the, 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 the playful way of, of, of dealing with, playful way of dealing with, uh, sometimes serious issues, sometimes not. Mm. Yeah. Awesome. What's it called? Donovan Bailey Running Things. Running Make sure you things. tune in to the to the Donovan Bailey Running Things podcast. Yes, absolutely. Available on all on, on all platforms. All yes, them. all <laughs> platforms. Yes, and then tune into Jen Stock right after that. Yeah. Absolutely, <laughs> tune into both. both. Yeah. That's, there's no competition here, man. We're we're supporting each other. A hundred percent. Yes, appreciate it, sir. Thank you very much, Thank everybody. Much. Thank you. Not